Look for the British government. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Kill James Bond, where we enter the Daltonverse. We are done with Roger Moore. We will never see him again. We will never have to think about him again. I am Alice Caldwell Kelly. Joining me, Devon, Abigail hey. Thorne. Hello. Doin. It's a whole new era. That's right. We the have prodigal entered... Bond son is here. We have entered the 1980s. And th this is the thing, right? We're well into the 80s at this point. But it feels like there was this weird hangover, right? Where as long as mm. Moore was doing it, as long as it was this like old ass man, like the real 80s never really started to bite. And now we're we're thoroughly into like modernity. Uh, and listeners, right. I'd like to start this new era with a question. And that question is. Yo, you ever heard of Wales? <laughs> because that's where James Bond is from now. That's right. And my man has a Welsh accent that leaps out in a very amusing way. Um, and in, uh, consequently means that he really, really hits the letter R mm. in a way that is like very unusual to listen to. I don't know what accent that was. I can't do a Welsh accent. No, I lived in Wales for like three years. I can't do a Welsh mm. accent. Yeah, I can save a long Welsh place name, and that's all I need, baby. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Welcome to the fucking Dalton Zone. Dalton. They wanted to give him this shit since Connery. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They like they asked him if he wanted to when Connery left, and he was like, "No, I am 20. And then they went, "All right, fine." And then as soon as like Roger Moore had even a slight wobble about playing Bond again, they were like, "Dalton, do you want to do it? Dalton, Dalton, please, Dalton, listen, <laughs> Timothy, listen, Timothy, Tim, Tim, Tim." Tim, Tim. But, 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 we've written half a script for you already, and then they had to make, they had to make <laughs> Roger Moore do that script, which is why... Like, they're making Roger Moore put on the Timothy Dalton mask again. <laughs> which is why Fear Eyes only started with them just, like, obliterating Blofeld. Yeah. Just to try to tie Timothy Dalton, who was supposed to be the, the Bond, back. But now, lo and behold, the time has come, the stars are right, finally Timothy Dalton. Him. Is James here Bond? Is. They finally got finally him. He's accepted. Like, he said the train yes. From with, and now right. he's here. He's looking Let's a little bit more distinguished than what he they used make to. him do. He's got like an obscene-looking like chin ass. He has like an ass cleft. Oh my in god, his the chin. chin ass! It's 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 difficult to look at sometimes. You feel like you just put a bikini on that thing, you know? That's right, baby. James Bond is young and sexually threatening again. <laughs> oh, uh -huh. god. Damn it. That's right. It's terrible so working for the British government, isn't it? <laughs> I've, been, I've been working for the British government in the valleys. <laughs> oh, we're not going to get away with this now, Goldfinger. After a long career of strike-breaking coal miners, Welsh James Bond. We, we see him in the opening thing uh, where M has set the double O section on a training exercise. Uh, they, they have to go to Gibraltar, jump out of a plane, uh, the the line that I pulled for this was, "Your objective is to penetrate." Okay, um, always is. And <laughs> and the SAS are down there waiting for them, and they have to like outwit them and like mock blow up some radar installations mm. on Gibraltar. 
So these three double O's, it's double O four, double O two, and our man, mm-hmm. um, are all in balaclavas and they jump out of the plane in a very cool skydiving sequence. Yeah. Um, they, they get down to the ground. Double O four gets immediately, uh, shot by the SAS with paintballs because it's a training exercise. And then the SAS guy's like, ha, you suck. I got you. Um, <laughs> oh, mate, you've been shot with a paintball, for, you and, have. And just, just for real estate, like, oh, all, right. all of the SAS are wearing, like, issue woolly pullies and berets. Mm-hmm. Oh, 100%. Great. Fantastic. Look, yeah. Like Listen, ster- sterling Listen submachine guns. We see that there's an imposter mm. on the mountainside. Now listen closely, um, 007. Your mission is to infiltrate the rock of Gibraltar, but there is an imposter among you. <laughs> yes. I'm complete those tasks, 007. J- J- James <laughs> Bond right, and Mogus. Yes, because that there, was is, my joke. there is a Soviet imposter, never actually clarified, not related to the main plot of the movie. <laughs> never actually oh, said where that guy comes from, really? particularly. It, yeah, it is. Oh, is it? There's an imposter on the mountain, and as 002 is rappelling up the mountain, um, uh, the imposter is at the top, and an SAS guy comes up behind him thinking he's a double O and like, shoots him with a paint goes and goes, ah, you're dead. This guy turns around with a real ass gun and wastes the motherfucker before mm. he sends a little message down 002's wire that we don't see yet. Then he cuts the wire and kills him. And it's mm. like, oh, fuck. This is so good. I love this sequence. Yeah, my, um, my, my notes here just say, when did they start making competent thrillers? Because like yeah. this, this, opening, this opening sequence is good. Uh, his his my my casting note is they they deliberately cast 002 and 004 as guys who looked a little bit like Lazenby and Moore. Yeah, just sort of as like a a bit of fun. You know, you don't know who the real Bond is apart from if you've looked at the posters. And and, and then then we see see the chin ass, and we get a little bit of subtle James Bond theme just to establish who he is. I thought that was quite clever. Mm Uh, and but Bond chases down the assassin who is like making good his escape on a stolen Land Rover, um, mm-hmm. and we get like quite a competent chasing. Bond like jumps yeah. onto the front. The guy's shooting up at him. Bond is like stabbing down with a knife. They like fight in the speeding car. Bond headbutts mm-hmm. him, which means he's developed yeah. a new attack. Mm-hmm. Um, That's right. Uh, yeah, and um, I mean Bond kills him. Of course, the the like yeah. uh, the the. Land Rover goes over a cliff filled with explosives. Bond parachutes out, and the guy blows up. Uh, but that's that—that's your introduction to Dalton and his chin ass. Oh no, not quite. Because as he's parachuting down, there's a yacht underneath him with a sexy lady on it. Oh yeah. There's like on the phone going, "I wish I could find a real man." And then like Dalton drops down, and then he doesn't—he doesn't say the charming line right away. He just says, "I need to use your phone." He takes the phone off her, calls in, is like, "Yo, this is Bond. Like, I'll report in an hour." Uh, and then, like, she's offers him a glass of champagne. It's like, "Well, you join me." He goes, "Better make it two. Mm. And that, that's it. <laughs> Better make that an hour and five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> he's not. He's not fucking very... sick intro. No, it's like. good. It's really good. I have two specific notes. Um, the first is we're going to be really complimentary about this movie for approximately fifty percent of the runtime. Yes. yes. <laughs> At which point we might change gears. But yeah. enjoy this. The first half of this film is incredibly it's good. So good. It's legitimately really good. I wrote down here, like, don't you fucking dare make me like a James Bond movie for mm. my podcast, the premise of which is that I hate these fucking things. Mm-hmm. My second note is that um, it, the opening scene with M, he's, he, it, it starts like framed him at his desk, right? Perfect office behind him. Mm. And then he gets up, walks around the desk and the camera moves to reveal that he has just a perfect office set up. 
in the cargo bay of a plane. Yeah, it's great. And that was extremely good. Mm-hmm. And yeah, then they jump out so of cool. Gag. And I did want to highlight that because I I really enjoyed yeah. it. So um, we we get we get the the opening titles which are kind of meh, but the song banger. The song we got aha to do the song for this. One. Yeah, we yeah. did. And it oh. goes genuinely. Mm. Living daylight. The living It's such daylight. a good song. It's, it's, <laughs> Really it's annoying to have to do this two movies in a row. Again, for the for the, the first half of this film is really good, and, and in these ever change and in these ever living nope. daylights in which we're living, makes you live in in daylight. <laughs> Daylighters, <laughs> daylights. Nah, nah. Anyway. So James Bond post credits mm. is in a fucking opera hall. When you say in... when you say post credits, it makes it sound like the fucking Avengers Initiative is going to mm. recruit. <laughs> uh, he, he, the first uh, James Bond. The, the first thing that happens to James Bond uh, after the credits is he gets owned for wearing a tuxedo. By uh, it's very funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Saunders, head of Section V, Vienna. You're bloody late. This is a mission, not a fancy dress ball. Because he, Saunders is just wearing a regular chewing on that suit. line. My God, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Station V Vienna. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so uh, already we're kind of meant to get the sense that this is like a, a slightly more aggressive and mm. combative. Double O seven, you're bloody late. Yeah, he's st- it's he, very strange. Mm, he still likes oh, the tuxedo to, though, which is which, yeah, yeah. It's this sort of tension there. Anyway, but he he like. What is James the th- Bond there to do? He is there to rescue a guy, a Soviet general called Koskov, who wants to defect. And so he looks across We're the... We're in Czechoslovakia, by the yeah, way. Yeah, he looks across right. the... Um, Section V, Vienna. The opera, the opera hall um, with a pair of binoculars at the guy, and then immediately gets distracted because he sees... A woman. Yeah, 100%. Just which like, is how I was like, oh, that's Bond. That's, oh, that's, Bond. That, that's James Bond, because he immediately like veers off onto the stage and is like, damn, that's a hot cellist. Yo, that mm. cellist kind of packing, though. Yeah, it's like, yeah. James Bond, you're bloody late. Mm. You've got to help me. The guy <laughs> owns him, though. He says, he says, forget the ladies for once, Bond. Hmm. <laughs> James Bond, which is the character you're playing. <laughs> so, so the idea is that this um, KGB general Koskov is going to defect, um, but of course, he, you know, he's got some KGB guys with him at all times. Mm. He also has a sniper watching him in case he tries to defect; yes. he'll be instantly shot. And he so asked Bond and for, he asked for James Bond specifically, specifically. by name, because once again, Bond is a terrible spy. And so yeah. a Soviet defect and just be like, yeah, give me this guy that you have. Yeah. Um, and so they cross the street hmm. um, into the building opposite and Bond has a sniper rifle. And the idea is that when Koskov makes a run for it, Bond has to take out the sniper before the sniper takes yeah, out Koskov. He has a beautiful Walther sniper rifle. Yeah, there's, mm. there's a couple of things to discuss. First of all, the sniper rifle looks incredible. It so looks it's like a, it's fake, but it is a real a gun. It's a WA-2000, yeah. The second thing is, is his tuxedo... Ugh. Like if it's a tactical evening jacket, so he like mm. fastens it across his neck to to hide the, yeah, like the suit and tie underneath. The, like, shirt. Yeah, mm. it's Look, great. Turns into a tactical turtleneck. It's perfect. Just incredible. 
just incredible. I'm going to say some things that I didn't expect to ever say, and it's going to be mostly about how much I like everything James Bond mm. wears in this movie. Because mm. again, the first like, half of this movie, most of this is movie, very good. <laughs> Up until a specific point, yeah, yeah. So, so, so um, we get our first like kind of weird bit, right? Because uh, Koskov like escapes from his KGB minders in in the bathroom by like jumping out of the window. Uh, but because we're told that there's this sniper who's going to be looking for him to defect and is going to kill him, Bond, uh, Bond has this knife rifle and he spots the woman, the same cellist from before, mm. leaning out of the, the the concert hall window with a rifle. Um, and while Saunders is like, okay, we'll kill her, he takes a split-second decision to shoot the gun in her hand. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. It, it, like, throwing it, like, out of her hands, and she, like, runs. Mm-hmm. And he does this deliberately, and Saunders realizes that he has, and he's like, you bloody idiot, like, you should have killed her. Yes, yeah, I, in fact, I think I have a drop for that. Yes. Orders were to kill that sniper. Stuff my orders. I only kill professionals. Gilded no one end of a rifle from the other. So this. Shouldn't <laughs> <laughs> one end of the rifle from the other, I tell you. <laughs> but this this, like this bond is bond more of, of a like he's more of a rebel, which I kind of like because uh, like yeah. all of all of sort of like Connery and Moore's like I don't want to work for MI6 it was like kind of like schoolboy insouciance, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like well, so I uh, whereas like the, the, this one's a lot more like Lazenby actually, where he's yeah. just like, With... no, I hate mm. my job. It's shit. Uh, mm. Britain shit. Hate me job. <laughs> Simple mm. as. Yeah. With I, the I, others, it was I know how to do my job better than you, mm. boss. But with with this guy, he's like, I don't give a shit. If if M fires me, I'll thank him for it. He mm. says. I a little bit. Okay, so there's. Right, there's a lot to unpack about Bond's characterization here, because since this is a fresh slate, Dalton went back to basics on this one. Hmm. The The initial sniper duel scene is pretty much a straight adaptation of the short story, The Living Daylights, hmm. and everything after that is is like you asked an AI to continue writing the story. Hmm. So he's, he's playing Bond pretty much as written, like hmm. gruff, experienced, jaded, a little vindictive, uh, his his treatment of Saunders borders on exasperation mm-hmm. at all times, um, and it's it's like no Bond we've seen before. Yeah, it's yeah, it's kind of a Yeah, he's a cunt. <laughs> he's actually just quite rude, is the thing. But it is, and I I've, I said this in the group chat. This is the Bond that Ian Fleming, Ian Fleming wrote, yeah. and that's not necessarily a compliment. No. But it is the most true to the books I've seen a Bond. Sure, they they get Koskov out with the aid of some Q shit. Oh, not and just not just some oh, Q shit with baby. the with the aid of uh, a woman named Rosica, whomst I have written about Rosica. Hello, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, yeah. The, 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 she's 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 a big girl, and I appreciate that at any time. Mm-hmm. She uh, she and Bond put Koskov in. A pipeline scouring rig that has been adapted to fit a person in it, and they just shoot him through a pipeline over the border. Buddy, mm. they use the Trans Siberian natural gas pipeline as a massive pneumatic tube. Yeah, right. Like yes. in a fucking bank. 
Fantastic. <laughs> Very cool. Yeah. Plus, we get a fun little moment where, uh, uh, you know, the guy's getting in there and he's kind of panicking. Uh, and and Bond says, like, no, don't worry, we've been testing this for months. And he goes, well, well, how many people have you done this with before? And Bond says, oh, you're the first, and then shuts the lid on him as he starts <laughs> screaming. <laughs> it's just like, oh, you dick, James Bond. And then Bond. Bond and Saunders, they just drive across the border because they're not yeah, yeah, yeah. Meanwhile, yeah. Saunders is like, oh, you bloody idiot, Bond, you fucked it all up. And Bond's like, I don't give a bloody shit what you think, actually. <laughs> Fucking fire me if you want to. Oh, Bond, you've pantsed it up again, you bastard. You're too impulsive, James Bond. Sorry. I'm going to stop doing that impression now. Many social classes <laughs> no, there. James Bond, you fucking cunt. <laughs> Ew, no, Hugh no. from Never Say Never Again. Accent there. I don't quite know what you're saying. <laughs> also, in, no, Saunders is good. I like him a lot. Interesting little note that, uh, like, once Koskov is over the border, they they evacuate him in a Harrier jet. Yeah, I spotted yeah, that. They just Put him in uh, just, a jet. Just because I guess it's like a, a symbol of British like national pride that people mm-hmm. recognized so soon after the Falklands War. But it was like, oh, we can't just like put him on like a, a train or put him in a car or something. So we have to put him in like mm-hmm. it's the same as the like Union Jack parachute or the Union yeah. Jack submarine hatch. It's like you have to get that little moment of like Britain. Yeah, it's a vertical takeoff jet that we used to have, but now we have I- typhoons. Mm-hmm. It's the, I mean, it's the perfect time, the perfect mindset to be in to to fly a jet. In my understanding, is just after having gone through a souped-up fucking Elon Musk. Yes. <laughs> well, he's not uh, flying it. He's just in the passenger shit. seat. The 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 pilots RAF. Mm. And, uh, of course. But yeah, they fly <laughs> him out. They uh, they drive him off. Um, yeah. And then we we cut back to MI6. Yeah. Um, they're trying to they're going through their list of known KGB snipers yeah, and they're trying start, to find starting out starting off. With another large woman called Eula, whose deal mm. is strangulation by thighs. Uh, yeah. to, to which I've also written Eula. Hello. Um, hey, Eula, how you doing? Oh, um, how you doing? Devon here. <laughs> the guilty is one podcast. Bond is smoking in this scene. Yeah, he's smoking he in the office. Uh, smoking a cigarette. Yeah, because. Which I was like, whoa. Because more, uh, more smoke too, but he smoked cigars. Yeah. Uh, whereas, like, again, Book Bond smokes cigarettes. Uh, mm. and, in fact, Book Bond gets his cigarettes custom made for him because he's a cunt. But, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. What? Come on. Fair enough. No, genuinely, he get he gets his... Uh, no, I bet he does, but, like... He, get, he, he, he gets his cigarettes custom made for him at a tobacconist uh, in London with three little gold foil bands on them to represent his uh, his his rank in the Navy as a commander. So not only does he smoke, what a twat! Not only That's does he such smoke a fucking nonce thing to do. Personalized <laughs> cigarettes. He smokes personalized cigarettes, the ends of which, if discarded, identify him. Uh, which is <laughs> he's a so... great spy move. Oh, he's such a spy. He's it's exactly the great... kind of shit you would do with a Bond villain. Of there's only one place yeah. this cigarette end could have come from. Mm-hmm. Well, no, it, it it's it's um fucking. It's like when Blofeld in You Only Live Twice indicated that James Bond was the one man on Earth who used a Walter PPK. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, only one man on Earth smokes these goddamn cigarettes. Mm. But Bond, James Bond. They can't find her in the list of like this cellist girl in the list of KGB professional assassins, which leads Bond, Bond to is think... dead. It was in all the newspapers. <laughs> which leads Bond to think, maybe she's not a professional assassin, and maybe mm-hmm. she actually is just a cellist, and we should, we should yeah. look at that. There's a new money penny now. Yeah, she's, she's like 
hot and a yeah, different way from this. Lois Maxwell. Yeah, she's hot and blonde. Mm-hmm. Uh, sadly English, but you know, halfway there. <laughs> like with this movie, 50% of it, great. Um, yes. <laughs> there's also a, a really, really interesting ideology moment where Q is testing uh, a, yes. a boombox with a rocket launcher inside it. Something we're cooking up for the Americans. It's called a ghetto blaster. That's um, what it's called, yes. Yeah, the boombox. So presumably this is for use in urban environments on their own people. It's, 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 I, I think it's mostly there as the cheap pun, but yes, presumably. Presumably that's what they're using it for. Um, and also the visual effect of the rocket being fired uh, was launched by Prince Charles, who was visiting yes. the set that day. That is what I was going to bring up. Him and not, not just bloody Prince Charles. People's because princess. he was at this time married mm-hmm. to Diana, mm-hmm. so Diana was also there, Before which she is was where they got by the real MI6. Uh, and on on set here is where they also got some quite famous footage of Diana using a breakaway bottle and just like smashing it over Charles's head. Classic <laughs> shot, fantastic. Mm. Um, which also money it... ass. Oh yeah, he doesn't seem to mind because she wants to fuck him, right? And the way that she she does this is by saying in the most eighties way. Anytime you want to drop by and listen to my Barry Manilow collection. Now, I mean, I might listen to some Barry Manilow for that accent, but mm-hmm. Bond's response to That's this just my voice. <laughs> It's just to. Would you want to listen to some Barry Manilow, Manilow? (laughs) Is just to fully like smack her ass twice in the Mm. office, just like in front of everybody. Yeah. Which on the one hand is like. No, it's more of a like, it's a more masculine bond than like Roger Moore or whatever, but like, don't like that. Uh, She like takes off her glasses to ask if he wants to listen to Barry Manilow and he puts them back on just like a little bit askew. Um, and then we cut to the most insanely caked up motherfucker <laughs> yes. I have ever seen. Mm. This, this guy jogs past and he looks so... Oh, sorry. He, this guy jogs past and he has the fucking fattest ass. <laughs> so, right, okay. For, right, for, sorry. I got distracted by ass. That's typical. There's a milkman mm. in a small rural English town. There's a milkman and a jogger goes past him with a big ass. And then moments later, that jogger obliterates this milk. Oh, yeah, he chokes him out with a uh, headphone M- cable. Headphone cable, yeah. Mm. It's a garot wire headphone cable. And he he he, right. he like impersonates him. He becomes mm. the milkman. Yeah, with the accent as well, perfectly. So mm-hmm. when he yeah. jogs past, he has an American accent. He murders this this milkman, takes his place, and then has the milkman's accent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's That's like he's, he's 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 Agent Forty Seven. So this is the most hitman yeah, scene oh, in a Bond film. Ever. Absolutely, yeah. that that guy's name never actually stated in the script, but it's Necros, I think. Mm-hmm. Necros. Uh, so yeah, the M and M is debriefing this Koskov guy, but not at MI6 headquarters because we can't have MI6 headquarters be attacked. That's not going to be mm-hmm. a thing until like the world is not enough. Right. We have to like do it in next location, and next location is like a a countryside safe house. Mm-hmm. Bond rocks up to this country home. Yes, in a black Aston oh. Martin V8 Volante. Oh yeah, which the, is the new Aston Martin, the car that I want. It goes it full? It's the best Bond car. Oh no, my no god! It looks totally that. unlike any of the other Astons. Like my cousin has a real one. I think in British Racing Green, and it is. Gorgeous. Mm. 
I want it's, this car. It's like moving from the like the Aston Martin mold of like, oh, we're just gonna do a little shitty European sports car into mm. next one's a muscle car. Uh, yeah, it, it's it's great. Anyway, so yeah, they, they they search Bond going in too, so you get the sense of like, oh, this is quite tightly controlled, like MI6 mm. security. Um, but and then. <laughs> bloody milkman just rolls on in, goes, "Yeah, I'm a bloody milkman," and they go, "In you go, son." Well, they, do, they do search him first. They do frisk. Oh, him. they check him, uh, but he obviously uses a garrot wire. Yeah, yeah. So. Uh, Koskov explains what the plot is, and at this point, I wrote down, "You know, this is quite a lot like the other times when uh, the, the, <gasps> the guy who we thought was the good guy." Was actually using us to Jesus do our, uh, his dirty work, and he turned out to be the bad guy. Like the other times Sneeze when your I, headphones off. the same guy, James Bond, w w you know, back when that happened to me, <laughs> two or three other times. Over the multiple times in which this has happened to me, probably, n probably fine to not be worried about this. Yes. So Koskov says that there's this Soviet plot called Schmerzspionum, death mm. to spies, because our boy Gogol has retired. And has been been replaced by this guy Pushkin, who is apparently like a lot more fucking zealous. And he's starting this like death to spies program. Yeah, it's um, going to be like an intelligence war. Like uh, yeah. the, the KGB are going to start killing British and American agents, which means they're going to mm. start killing Soviet agents. And it, it uh, Koskov is worried that like this could spiral into like actual shooting war. Pushkin was supposed to be Gogol. Yeah, which actually, would have made a lot more sense because the the vibe here is like both Bond and M yeah. privately afterwards go, "Wait a second, I've dealt with this Pushkin guy before and he seems nice, you know." I, yeah, uh, yeah it, it was it was supposed to be Gogol, but Walter Gottel was ill and and he couldn't get insured oh. to be on set. Albert Broccoli even like offered to pay for it entirely himself but was unable to. Mm. So we oh, had a, a new guy. But Fortunately, we do get a little bit of Gogol right at the very end. Yeah, yeah. Just, but it, it, it makes more sense when you read it as Gogol because they're both like, well, wait a second, we know this guy. We don't think it's very likely that he's yeah. going to be mm -hmm. just killing people. But on the other hand, Koskov has defected to us. So mm -hmm. uh, Schmitz, look into this. But uh, the milkman cometh. The milkman enters into the kitchen, obliterates the chef. Yes. <laughs> and then we get. Just a, a, a bizarrely extended fight scene between yeah. Necros and a guy, yes. who, mm -hmm. by the way, will be the Good Night Cross winner. Yes, um, it, on account of I think it, how hard it's we just only, a we, butler, know, we only right? know his Nine radio. Is butler. We only know just his radio guy. call sign. He's like Green Four. Um, yeah, he's just he doesn't have a name. He just shows up and yeah. really holds his own for because, longer because, than Bond does yeah, against this guy. After this debriefing, Bond and M leave, right? We see them leave. Koskov is still there in the safe house. And so the milkman uh, is is coming to we we are led to believe kill Koskov. Um like recapture him that kind of a thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And so uh he he, he breaks and he kills the chef. Green Force sees him do this, like grabs the radio and is like, uh, tries to call for help. And Necros, like, I, I think, like, throws it out of his hand and they fight yeah. him in the kitchen for like he a boils have, his face and then brains him in the Yeah, they have a really long fight. Like, he gets his face put up against a grill. I like, guess this it's, is it's meant actually to quite like, brutal. convey that both Necros is brutal and also MI6 aren't incompetent. Like, the guy mm. tries. 
Um, yeah, he puts he puts his own into it, but then eventually he does get uh, the best of him, and Necros takes his radio and says and his perfectly accent. in his voice. Yeah. Every time he kills, he acquires here. a new accent. That's right. He like perfectly in his voice goes, "Ah, oh, green four here. Sorry, a bit of a, a gas leak. No worries, boys. Better evacuate the main building." Mm. And they just accept that as done. And then he goes through the building. And the question here is, do you remember when the milkman was hard? <laughs> because my man, ha- right. Okay. So he fights his way through the building. Necros does. Yes. And this is genuinely a scene that is worth watching. Yes. You can watch Trust this movie. Just stop about halfway in. Mm-hmm. He just like, he walk. he fights his way through the building by using milk bottles. Yes. That are explosive. Yes. <laughs> Underarm chucks some milk bottles and they fucking go. Yes. And then every time one of them goes up, that he's like, oh, there's another gas explosion. You're going to have to mm-hmm. move people back from the gas explosion. So he captures Koskov. Yeah. He drags he, him out. He tears and- off his like milkman apron to reveal that the like milkman whites he was wearing underneath are now like surgical scrubs. Yeah, and, and he said now yeah. dressed as a doctor. Hey Presto, he's a doctor. I love I love this guy. This is this in, guy like inventive. No, it's so good. If this guy was never in the movie past this point at all ever, he would have been just a fucking perfect Excellent character. Work 47 but now make like your they way do with everyone else. So then a, a medical chopper lands outside and Necros like bundles Koskov like onto the chopper. Uh, he's like Koskov's like injured. Um, and then they fly away, but of course the chopper—it's it's not a real medical chopper. They're just—that's just them escaping. Mm-hmm. It's like fucking. It's rules. genuinely so good. It's really good. Yeah, <laughs> it's like so, his plan so... goes off without a hitch. He fucking wins. And uh, what we are led to believe is that the KGB have snatched this guy back. Yes. So, um, so, so Bond's assignment is like obviously Koskov is dead, right? He's been taken back yeah. to Moscow and in the back of the head with a Makarov. So yeah. He, He's in several pieces over the North Sea. Yeah, so so Bond is going to have to eliminate uh, this this guy Pushkin, the guy who is yeah. uh, apparently pushing this death to spies thing. When he goes to a uh, a nominally a trade conference in Tangier, because do you know what else we found is that 002 had a note on his body when he was found. The guy killed in the opening sequence, the mm. little note that was sent down the climbing oh, rope, yeah. and the note says "Death to spies." Yeah, Schmidt. Spionum. It says Schmelz Spionum, but written in like the Latin alphabet, which is you know for their benefit, which yeah, is cool. Slightly unusual. Um. Anyway, so so obviously at this point, uh, we have to go and get some new gadgets. There is a good bit where um Bond says, uh, "I don't think Pushkin did it," and uh, like I know him, and M says, "Well, if you don't want to do it, if you can't do the job, I'll get Double O Eight to do it." And Bond says, "No, I'd ra- if it has to be done, I'd rather kill him myself." Mm. Um, I, that's, that's his sort assignment. Of- that's sort no okay. That's the that's the one because Bond, Bond is like it was talks about her not shooting um the the sniper out of instinct mm. rather than orders. And when M is saying, "Well, we can just get another double O to do it," he goes, "He follows orders, not instincts," mm-hmm. which is a, a very like looks directly to camera. James, <laughs> you get results. God damn it! That's right. That's right. Bond gets a very very stylish. Black folder, which has been sealed in red wax with a black ribbon. The termination like, warrant. Yeah, has right? just been issued, and he cracks it open, and it's got a big picture of Pushkin. He has a license to kill. Why do you need a? Mm. Well, anyway, 
regardless. So, so Do you know who Pushkin is? It's fucking Gimli from Lord of the Rings. Yeah, it's Jonathan it Rhys Davis. It's Judd Rhys Davis. Doing a fantastic job, but but still still barely in this movie. Uh, anyway, so so Bond goes gadget time. Get some gadgets and gadget. uh, ooh yeah um. Yo, you ever heard of whistling? <laughs> so what they did, what they wanted to do for this one is to move away from like your really outlandish gadgets and just do one that kind of makes a little bit of sense and just mm. the one. So he's got, he's got a key ring. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But if you whistle in a certain way, it releases poison gas. Oh, now, no, why does no, he have no. to whistle not, not to po- make it not do that? Not poison gas. If he whistles the first two bars of Rule Britannia then what happens is it releases... Stun gas. Effective range, oh, about five feet. Disorientates any normal person for about, oh, 30 seconds. Sesh Gremlin Q has returned. <laughs> now this shit here, Bonds. <laughs> this is the heaviest shit we've got. You're going to want to be out of range when this goes Real on. horse tranquilizers, Bond. Activated by the phrase, these edibles ain't shit. <laughs> <laughs> that would be very funny. Um, and also, if you whistle, if you wolf whistle, then it explodes. Is the yes, yeah, and that's um, his. That's his one non-car related gadget. Yeah, yeah. No, it's two. It's, sorry, there's, there's, I hate to be a bother. There's there's two gadgets. First of all, it's they're both the same gadget, but mm. there's two different whistle modes. Well, fine, okay, but the, the first the, 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 first the key whistle. ring is his only like distinct sure. thing. The, yeah, the first whistle sets off the stun gas, the second blows it up. Mm. Meanwhile, oh, Blonde Moneypenny has found the cellist sniper by looking not for snipers, but for cellists um, who've recently been injured. And she finds, hey, like this, this is this the woman you're looking for? She's playing in Bratislav in the next few days. Yeah, so Blonde's Cara like, Milovi. Yeah, so he's like, mm. before I go and kill Gimli from Lord of the Rings, I'll go and track down this girl. And so he, he jets off to Bratislav. Um, mm-hmm. And he sees her get arrested uh, off the tram with her cello mm-hmm. case, and he, she leaves the cello case on the tram. And he Which is takes quite it. a good scene again, yeah. because yeah, it's like a good. KGB guy takes her away, and there's no fucking dialogue at all. Bond, it's just Bond, James Bond, Bond doing on some a tram. spy things. Yeah. Watching the most KGB looking ass motherfucker. Oh, leather just, like, jacket, white gray yeah. slacks, white shirt, white button down shirt, and black tie. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, just yeah. walk onto the tram, take her. And just leave the tram. Mm-hmm. And Bond mm-hmm. takes her cello case. And when he looks inside, it has the sniper rifle, the same one he knows it is, because it has a mark on it where he shot it. And he finds that it's loaded with blanks. It's real spy shit. First half of this movie, really good. I was like, ooh, what a twist. So it also has a card with her address in. Bond goes to her address, and she has a photograph of Koskov. Mm. And Bond deduces this woman is not a KGB sniper. She's Koskov's girlfriend. Mm. And he is using her to make his defection seem real. Yes. So that he can feed them misinformation about Mm. Pushkin. And more so even than that, he was trying to have her killed. Yes. By by having her be the sniper. She doesn't seem to know this. So, but because she knows too much about what he was up to. Mm-hmm. So he's just like erasing some loose ends here. And also, another sentence that I hate saying, James Bond's fit in this, uh, in this fucking scene. 
is really good. He, he's got yeah. like a cable net black sweater with a leather jacket over mm. it. it, it he, I tell you what, he sells a leather jacket better than Roger Moore did in the script yeah. written for Dalton. Uh, yeah. For your own. He really own. does, yeah. He um, really does. Yeah. But she seems to think that the defection is real. And so Bond says, oh, I'm a friend of Koskov's. He's waiting for us. I'm here to take you away to him. Um, and she's yeah. like, oh, brilliant, fantastic. Like, where are we going? Um, let's go to Vienna. Um, there's a funny bit where she won't leave without her cello. Yeah. And she, like, jams her cello in the back of his Aston Martin. And he just goes, yeah. why didn't you learn the violin? Which yeah, but, but Bond, she, she's like, we have to go back for my cello. And Bond is like, no, absolutely not. We've got, like... 10 minutes smash cut to her putting the cello in the back of the car and that's really, yeah, really quite good, good. really yeah. good yeah. <laughs> it's quite fun yeah um, so, so he he helps her escape from from the kgb but of course they you know the police get onto them and we get a chase scene that's right um uh, i i have kind of mixed feelings about the chase scene because like this is where they cram all of the bond just has a gadget to solve yeah. plot problem in this movie is just oh the car just does that um mm -hmm. so the, yeah. the, the, the like the, the the Czechoslovak police try to stop them bond has a car laser um the, mm -hmm. the, they set up roadblocks bond has a car missile they shoot it's out one really of the tires hard. bond has car skis yeah it's really hard to be pumped about the the car gadgets Mm. When you know that it was a hundred percent product placement for Aston Martin, yeah, and also and it says so of, in the titles, and it's of like Bond's lines about this is like he doesn't really get any like smug lines here. All of his <laughs> he lines are just dead like, at the camera and no, just goes, just "You should some, purchase the new Aston I just Martin." Purchase some optional extras, as if to heavily mm. imply that if you like give the Aston Martin salesman enough of a like wink, he will fit some rockets into your Volante. I'm doing everything I can to not make a John Taliban reference. <laughs> <laughs> a joke that no one will get. Yeah, that's a joke for the three of us. They, um, yeah, but yeah, it's it's a good chasing. It's well shot. It's like competent. It's, it's reasonably it's competent. fun. Yeah. yeah, it's competent. It doesn't quite have any of the thrills or the danger of that bit in For Your Eyes Only, where Bond is driving the shit car, no. which is still the high watermark for and car chases for me. Yeah, it, 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 it also uh, fulfills the sort of quota of winter sports for a Bond movie. Because yes, it. Yeah. Yes. They have a couple of guys on skis and they drive across a frozen lake, and they that that ticks the big box that says. Well, and they and when the car have. gets blown up, yeah, they use the, the cello as a toboggan, which yes. is quite cute. Yeah, and you get an extremely lovely line from Bond when they're using the cello case as a toboggan, where he says, I'm "Glad I insisted you brought that cello." Yeah, <laughs> which is really good. They, they, also, they, the cello they, gets shot, and he goes, "Sorry to her," yeah. which is quite cute. They, they like they, toboggan over the Austrian border, being chased by the Czechoslovak cops. And there's a, a nice moment where they like slide under the barrier, and Bond perfectly like tosses the cello up over the barrier and catches it on the other side. And then he says to the border guard, "Nothing to declare." And then yeah. Kara goes, "Like one cello." And then yeah, they just keep going. It's, it's really quite, nice. It's quite cute. Mm. It's nice. So <laughs> get your fill of compliments, by the yeah, way. So, so, yeah. so now, now we have to talk about the uh, halfway point looms. The, the, <laughs> the coming, halfway baby. point does loom, but before that, we have to talk about uh, a, a, a Bond character from a different era of Bond, um, a slightly more yes. baroque character, an arms yeah. dealer. By the name of Whitaker, we see Pushkin. Brad Whitaker meet this guy, Brad Whitaker, in um, in Tangier, where he has like used his arms dealing profits to set himself up 
in a sort of like military fantasia where he has a lot of like mm. very small, very finicky dioramas, a lot of like collectible military exhibits. And he's wearing a kind of like uniform of his own design. And really, I mean, who would who would do that? Who yeah. would just it's ridiculous? What, Absolutely what terrible. What kind of person? What kind of? Do you expect me to believe online, that somebody would just like and wear a, a like a military uniform for something that had no relation to mm. that that they never? <laughs> it's a pity this is an audio medium. Listeners. Yes. Um, yeah. Do you, do you want to uh, describe yes, for the my listeners? <laughs> Alice is currently wearing a five-star jacket. That's right. <laughs> the weird thing is, um, Alice is also standing next to a statue of Hitler that has her face, which is like yeah, really odd. Is, that's also in the my, Okay, so Whitaker has a thing, and his thing is stealing valor, which mm-hmm. you know, Great impossible to say if that's good or not. Oh yeah. Um, but he also has in his entrance hallway. A series of waxworks of himself, yes, who are all wearing the outfits of various yeah. historic H- generals. Himself as like uh, Genghis Khan, himself as Patton, himself as Hitler, and this is the only thing about him that's not based. <laughs> no, 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 no. I disagree. I don't think he has any particular af- affiliation with Hitler. Mm. I think he just likes the tactics because he, in a later scene, he's talking about how the the Union could have won the American Civil War really yeah, easily if they'd right, done it like he would. By the way. So, like, uh, he d- I don't think he has, like, a political opinion other than people should pay me to have yeah. guns. Here's, here's, yeah, here's, here's a line, right? War has always been man's main occupation. You know, fools tell us his greatest accomplishments were the wheel or the alphabet. Ah, I say it's a battering ram and gunpowder. But how do you like my personal pantheon of great commanders? Butchers. Surgeons. They cut away society's dead flesh. What, just like a, a casually asking my house guests, what do you think of my um my my Hitler my Hitler? What do you, you recommend like my, my waxworks of me? Yeah, what do you what do you think about my Hitler? Uh, Honestly, who would have racist ornaments in their yeah. home? <laughs> yeah, when I when I did visit you, so it was weird. weird to have all those waxworks of yourself lining the entrance hallway there, Abby. But, you know. um, so, so P- <laughs> Pushkin Pushkin visits Whitaker. Uh, and first of all, does some like stolen valor? Who is your commanding officer? Thing like he looks him up and down. And he's like, "What army did you serve in?" I guess nothing, which is great. Mm-hmm. Um, but like he's there. He to- failed out of basic. Is the is the he, thing he failed? He was expelled from West Point for cheating, uh, and then and then <laughs> he he became a mercenary in the Congo, presumably alongside one jerk Vanderklug. Uh, yeah. And then an arms dealer, Roland the uh, the headless Thompson <laughs> gunner. Right? Where? No, it's 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 actually like it's genuinely. He's a fun character. Like he is a yeah. good character. I really he's like the villain. idea. I wish I had more of him. He's like weirdly out of place in this movie, but other than that, yeah, yeah. But yeah. The, the vibe is that um, somebody in Russia mm. has placed an enormous order of modern weapons from this guy Whitaker. Yes. And Pushkin rocks up and he's like, I didn't authorize this. I don't want any part of this. Cancel the order. Give um, me my money back. Yes. Yeah. And Whitaker's like, I can't, like, no refunds, bro. Like, can't do that. Like, you paid your bitcoins, you get your guns. Mm. Um, and Pushkin's like, y- y- you need to give me my money back or I will turn you into borscht. Like, because I am the fucking head of the KGB. Give yes. me my money back. I know that you and Koskov are up to something. You've got, like, a week or, like, 48 hours to do this before I turn you into jam and leave you in the back of like a fucking hold all in the woods yes this is where we start to get 
the ideology that will ruin the second half of this movie because mm. he has a line regarding the Anglo-Afghan war, which mm. is that the Anglo-Afghan war was essentially not won because the British didn't win that war. It's referred to in England as the disaster in Afghanistan, mm. <laughs> if you look at a history textbook. So which, but, which disaster in Afghanistan are we talking about? One the of them. Well, um, well. Yeah, the British one in the 1800s. Um, is that they managed to extend that war and damn near win it through the invention of um, the Maxim the gun. machine gun. Yes. Yeah, the, the first modern machine gun. And he has a line that says, if the Soviets wish to you know, continue their campaign in Afghanistan, they need the modern equivalent of that game-changing Maxim gun, mm. which is what he's hoping to provide with like micro-rocket yeah, or whatever. It's not really explained, guns. but mm-hmm. fortunately they never actually show up, so we don't yeah. have to care about them. So, Bond and Kara arrive in Vienna, and there's they have this sort of like sort of extended romance sequence, I guess. Yeah, kind of. So Bond kind is of. still Bond is still lying to her, saying I'm a friend of Koskov's. Like I'm going to take you to him, mm. um, and I I do I do really like Dalton in these moments because like. He's pretending to be her friend and he's like smiley and happy and like quite nice. Mm, but at yeah, the same time, it does have that edge because he's doing covert human intelligence sources yeah. act shit. Like he's he's building a relationship with her and like she's kind of into him and he's like going along with that and feeding it because he's trying to get information out of her. Yep. They, they, yep, yep, yep. they go in a horse-drawn cart and I wrote down, you know, this is a lot like the time that I was with another beautiful woman on a horse-drawn cart. In Italy, mm-hmm. and when I was also the same guy uh, in Fiori's yeah. Only. Yeah, in Fiori's Only nice when thing, I was old. The other nice thing about yeah. Dalton is that um, there's, they've done something with this film that they, they missed with previous ones, which is that Bond has a lot more chances to interact with extras. Mm, Normally yes. he only speaks to named characters, but in this one, like he's like speaking to waiters and hotel staff and stuff, and Timothy Dalton takes every possible opportunity to do acting and give us emotional range in this moment. Like there's a mm. moment where he's like quite smiley and chatty with the receptionist at the hotel. And there's a moment where there's like a street musician later on and he's like irritated with this guy. And it's not written down and not in the script, but you can see Dalton like really trying to get as much out of this as he can, yeah. um, which I really, really respect. Mm. It's, it's genuine. It's like a game changer akin to in... On Her Majesty's Secret Service, when yeah. people who weren't James Bond got lines, and I was like, "Oh, I, I didn't realize they hadn't done that before." Yeah. yeah. Or, or in um, Your Eyes Only, where she yeah. laughs at one of his jokes, and I was like, mm. "Oh, I forgot that they had never done that before." Yeah. Like but having James the... Bond exist in the environment that he's in. Yes. Mm, weirdly, really adds to really it. Grounds it. Um, <laughs> but they go to the opera again, and uh, Saunders is there. And Saunders is like, that's the bloody girl. What are you doing? James and Bond, like, what are you doing with I want, actually, thank girl. you very much. I'll take this James. girl around Europe on a shagging trip if I want to. Um, <laughs> no, but he's... Your Bond is like, look, Christ, I don't... Bond says, look, I don't think Koskov's defection was real. I don't think it was the KGB who snatched him back. I think there's some kind of fucking ploy going on here. Mm. Somebody wants Pushkin dead, and they want me to do it. Yeah. So I'm pretending to be this girl's friend to try and get something out of her. Yeah, and Saunders um, goes along with it. He's like, well, all yeah. I have to lose is my pension, yeah. uh, which is a good line. Uh, but meanwhile, in Tangier, we see that Koskov and Necros are hanging out with Brad Whitaker, 
Yeah. And and they they pretty much just confirm Bond's suspicions. Yeah. They're just like, yeah, okay, we need to get Bond to kill Pushkin. Well, ha- he's not doing it though. So we need to like goose him a little bit. We need to like uh we need to kill yeah. another British agent in order mm-hmm. to like uh provoke him. Mm-hmm. So uh but Bond gets Saunders to get Kara a British passport. And they agree to meet uh, in like under the the big Ferris wheel in in mm-hmm. Vienna. You know, the, if one of those dots stopped moving, Ferris wheel. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. And we we get another sort of uh, weird scene of them going to the carnival. And some of the details I quite like. Like I mm. I do like Bond uh, just winning her the like big cuddly toy at the shooting yeah. thing at the shooting he's gallery. Such a good shot. And, like... and, and the guy's like, please no more. <laughs> <laughs> it's just really like good. heavily applied. He's just been there for like an hour, just like. Mm-hmm. Mm. But uh, yeah, no, they 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 go up on on the wheel. They kiss, and then Bond me- again. It's so like yeah, it's really bad. It's a bad. big flashing sign saying covert human intelligence sources yeah. act. Like this is like fully schemy because he is lying to her. Oh yeah. At least they don't have sex. Oh the li- like- the line the line he has is like she's like I'm. I'm not sure I want to. It's impossible. Uh, mm. I I think, and he, he's like, "Don't think, just let it happen." Ugh. Oh, rich. Oh, this not is good. legal if you're a British police officer uh-huh. now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but Saunders uh, rocks up, and Bond meets him, and Saunders yeah. like, "Yo, cool. This here's is... the passport. By the way, mm. I figured out who bought that cello." Because it's a Stradivarius, really valuable. She probably couldn't afford it on a cellist salary. It was bought by this guy, Brad Whitaker, the arms dealer. And Bond's like, oh shit, like how does he fit into all of this? By the way, what's that balloon salesman doing? Uh, yeah, I, I've written The balloon here, salesman has is, a huge ass. It is, it is now <laughs> Bond gets his sidekick killed a clock because mm-hmm. we have to establish danger, but we can't kill Bond, so we have to kill someone close to him. So Saunders leaves, and as he's leaving, he steps through the automatic doors, and we see Necros activate a little fucking like mechanism he has put on them, which I guess like crushes Saunders. Oh, it them? slams that door shut yeah. hard as hell. The glass shadows, and it's not ever like Saunders' body is not ever shown, only ever mm. Bond's reaction, mm. which is visceral. Oh yeah, um, and Dalton does a good like uh, revenge vibe, as we will see in. Life oh, we will Hill. see. And there's a the, balloon the, by Saunders' body that body that has "Death to Spies" written on it, and Bond is pissed. And then, like, uh, and then Carla's like, "Oh, shall we like go and then join the fairground?" He's like, "No, we're living in the morning. Fuck you!" No, 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 no. The the best line, the best line in in that scenario is that um, Kara goes, "Did you did you hear from Georgie? Did you get the message from him?" And he goes. And he like looks into the middle distance oh, where yeah. the camera is, and it's he goes, "Fully like a yeah. sitcom shot, like yeah, I got the message. I got the message." <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah, the 1980s. so good, so good." Yeah, it's really good. Looms. <laughs> it's coming, baby. It There's looms. a point in my notes where I know that it becomes bad, and it's two down from here. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, so, so Bond Bond goes to Tangier. He follows Pushkin. We see him. He's shagging. He's shagging. He's shagging. We, we we see that Bond like spies on Pushkin with a pair of binocular glasses, which looks so funny. I'm gonna make yeah, that'll them be the episode. The art, episode he looks like 100%. drill. Um, again, because Pushkin be shagging, it's so obvious this was written for Gogol. Like it yeah, should have been Gogol. Yeah. Anyway, so that's the entire movie uh, for Living Daylights. Oh, wait, Thanks for coming along. Yeah, 
there's more. a couple there's more. more. We are it's when he gets to the plane. The point. No, no, yeah, it's the there's, plane. There's another. The there's plane. another. I can time this. Another seven minutes of good movie. Yeah, I love this scene. Okay, it's a good scene. It's misogynistic, but it's a good yes. scene. Yeah, Bond breaks into Pushkin's hotel. He like takes his girlfriend hostage. Uh, mm. And then he 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 like throws Pushkin on the bed and demands answers, right? And Bond, uh, it like Dalton plays Bond as very dangerous here. Which yeah, I genuinely like. threatening. It's, he's genuinely quite frightening. Uh, mm. Like Pushkin pushes a little button in his watch to call for help. His bodyguard comes in, and Bond tears the shirt off his girlfriend uh, in order to provide a momentary distraction. The guy comes in, sees this naked woman, is just like, Whoa, and then Bond jumps him. Mm. Um, Personally, if I was uh, hiding a secret alarm in my watch, I wouldn't design it so that the watch lights up red and makes a loud beeping yeah. noise when I press the secret alarm. Yeah, yeah when, he press, when he presses it, Bond's like, oh, you stupid. It's, it, like, it's, he's it's like, like really the famous mad. phrase, a loud alarm. Um, mm -hmm. So, yeah, no. There's also, so he, 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 Bond sort of interrogates Pushkin regarding this mm -hmm. in a general sense. Like, he has a gun, he's, he's on the bed. Mm. Um, and. There's a moment where Pushkin goes like, "Look, it's it's about who you believe. Do you believe me or Koskov? Do you trust me or Koskov?" Works and Bond's a million line, times better with Gogol. Imagine if it was Gogol. And and Bond's line is, "Look, if I trusted Koskov, we wouldn't be having this conversation." Mm. Yeah, and so yeah, they both sort of agree that like, oh, well, if this is going to come off, then like the one thing that's that's in the way of this is uh, Pushkin. You need to die. And Pushkin goes, well, I guess I gotta die then. Uh, mm. And it's it, it's a fake assassination time. I yeah. love this fake shit. Assassination. So it's good. Really good. The movie's okay. still good. good we got too. like two more scenes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so like, Pushkin, Pushkin steps out on the stage on the trade delegation. He's like, uh, you know, friends, countrymen, uh, Russians. And then as Necros is watching, about to take the shot, we see Bond shoot him three times in the chest. Mm -hmm. And Pushkin like falls to the floor, and his wife is screaming. He's covered mm -hmm. in blood, and he's like carried out. Um, and so when Necros reports back, he's like, no, Bond killed him. And we mm. see, uh, we see Koskov celebrating because they finally got him to do it and everything's yeah. going according to plan. And then two sexy ladies pick Bond up. Uh, well, he runs away and escapes. Two sexy ladies pick Bond up at gunpoint, but it turns out they're working for the CIA. We get a shit version of Felix Leiter who can't act. Yeah. Um, who's like, oh yeah, like where, where on this guy Whitaker? Like. Not quite sure what the vibe is, but it seems like we're on the same case from opposite sides. Mm. Honestly, Felix doesn't really add anything to this film. I don't know why no, he's in it. But, no. but we we do, on the other hand, see um, Pushkin like get back up again and like take off the like <laughs> blood packs that he's wearing. Mm -hmm. And his his line is, oh, "For once in my life, I'm grateful James Bond is a good shot," which I quite mm -hmm. like. Yeah, and also his wife is quite surprised. He's like, "I'm very sorry, I had to do that to you, darling." It's yes. quite cute. Yeah. So 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 Bond. <gasps> Bond comes clean with Kara, right? She, he he like she's made him she's made him his vodka martini shaken not stirred, and he takes a drink. And this is well, like it's it's quite a nice touch on its own, but is also more meaningful in a second. He takes a drink of it, and we are kind of led to believe that like she has fucked it up and it's terrible because she's like, oh, did I make it right? And he kind of like winces a little bit, and he's like, mm, it's perfect. Which, yeah, it's quite cute. <laughs> which is cute, and um... uh, but then. But fucking. So then. he tells her at this point that he's a British agent. He's like, look, Koskov, he's up to something. He tried to have you killed. 
It's all fucked up. Hey, what's in this drink? <laughs> yeah, she slips him a Mickey, and the, yeah. and uh, what I choose to believe at this point is, but Bond Bond dies, but Bond aspirates on yeah, his own vomit or whatever. Yeah. Yep. The rest of and this that was movie, the end of the movie. No, no. What I cho- what I choose to believe is the rest of this movie is Bond's dying DMT thoughts. <laughs> Oh, a Jacob's so, Ladder situation. Yes, yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay, now, so the rest of this movie is a Jacob's Ladder situation. Now, now I've written in very large letters half here. Of the film begins. Yes. Now I don't know if we have any sort of audio drop that we could play in order to mark the the commencement of the second half of this movie. Ooh. But I have one word for it, which is mujahideen. Yes. Mm-hmm. The work of the mujahideen. The work of the mujahideen. So, so welcome Bond- to Af. Afghanistan. Not immediately, because Bond, 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 Bond collapses, and um, we we see Koskov and Necros put him on a plane under the false name of Yersi Bondov. Yeah, it's called Jigs cool. Bind. They could have called him anything. They could have called him like Mr. Dipshit or whatever, but they decided to just like call him Yersi Bondov. Yersi to- Bondov, uh, and and also a, a transplant heart surrounded by ice. Uh, That's an awful lot of ice, bitch. Bitch. But they get on the plane, they wave them onto the plane. Um, which is, yeah, fine, okay. But, sure. but, but a bond is captured. This sure, I wonder where that plane's going. Yeah, we'll, we'll get there, we'll get there. Kara sort, no. of, Kara sort of wakes him up and she's like, Oh, I realised you were right and you weren't evil. And I'm gonna help you. So she gets him his because well, just before he was knocked out, um, he like points to the bruise on her arm and he says, "You got that when you were shot by a sniper. It was me. I shot the rifle out of your hands. Like I'm on your side. I didn't kill you." Mm-hmm. And she's like, "Oh my god, you're right." Yes. So so yeah. so she slips him his his keychain again, but mm-hmm. then, but then, welcome then. to Afghanistan. They touched down in Afghanistan because at the point this movie was made, Soviet Union was in Afghanistan. Mm-hmm. That's right. Koskov is will like save the world. Redefecting as a as a KGB general, he's like his plan here is to go. Yeah, I was on a secret mission from Pushkin. I have successfully fed the West disinformation, mm-hmm. and I brought home uh, the the guy Pushkin's who killed killer. Pushkin. And also, because he can't resist throwing Kara under the bus here, this other defector, uh, mm-hmm. just go ahead and like uh, put both of them in prison. And also, yep. please put me in charge of the KGB. Yes, yes, yes. And buy a lot of weapons from my friend Brad. So Bond and Kara are thrown in Afghanistan jail. Mm-hmm. Where, yes, jail brackets Afghanistan. Jail brackets Afghanistan, where the jailer is from the the, the like the Soviet Wirral. Like mm-hmm. yeah, the, the the accent here is like. Didn't tell you to get down. That's a Russian man, baby. <laughs> yeah, he's Russian, baby. <laughs> he's either Russian or Afghan, and I don't. Yeah, I, I, yeah. None of those. There, there, there's a, there's another. There's an Afghan man in one of the cells. They're gonna throw them in the other cell, and then yeah, presumably Shah. He's got this like big beard. Kill them love later. Uh, yeah. Where he's got the knockout gas. He's got he's got the knockout gas, and so he he like whistles the first two bars of Rule Britannia, and he doses up 
uh, mm-hmm. s- s- Soviet Wirral guy and like the guards. And then there's a big fu- the gas isn't actually that useful. It's like he's stunned for a second, and then he has a big fight with Bond anyway. Yeah. It's about exactly as effective as just a gas coming out of it, rather yeah, it's than like, like you could a spray, gas you could with have sprayed him with like Lynx Africa, and the effect would have been well, the same. It pretty much takes out the other guy. I guess so. I guess yeah, so. it's like it a momentary distraction, which is yeah. all that Bond needs. So. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there, the, there is a, a, a the an interesting uh, like. Still, which I'm also tempted to make the episode art of Bond being like menaced by this guy with like a rubber truncheon. Uh, but like, I remember this? Yeah. In any case, Bond Bond defeats him, throws him in the cell, and Bond and Kara are about to just like leave, just like mm-hmm. book it. And then the guy in the other cell, as they are reaching for the door, is like, uh, um, excuse me. He's like, please. And he had like, helped them as well. He helped them in the fight. Yeah, and and he, like, Bond tosses him some keys. Yeah. yeah, so then, as an afterthought, they leave him out. They let him out. They don't like. They have let this guy out of the cell in the middle of a Soviet airbase, which is like. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And yeah, Carla even do? says that she's like, "We're free," and Bond's like, "Carla, we're in the middle of a Soviet airbase in Afghanistan." Yes, um, they they escape through the expedient of stealing some like air stairs, the like you know mm-hmm. the stairs you drive up to a plane, and driving yes. them up to the barbed wire fence and simply jumping over it. Yeah. Um, which is great. They take they take two steps and are then immediately captured again by some bushes mm-hmm. who have knives. Mu, ja, and the guy, yeah. the guy Shah, who we had seen them help escape, tells them they're not Russians, so don't kill them. Mm-hmm. And we get an interesting line. They not kill you now. Not now, how about later? Don't worry, I'll save you for the harem. Yeah! For the uh, so harem. My notes say Bond meets the Taliban, um, yes. which I suppose historically isn't accurate because the Taliban don't yet exist, but no. all of these guys will be the Taliban uh, in, a, in, about, in a few years' time. Uh, um, I mean, I, I don't want to be too reductive about this because, like, it, it sort, of, sort of, it depends, but at the same time, the vibes are very much like... Uh, what, what Bond calls them, like, the Afghan resistance, right? He does, I read that in a full. The Afghan resistance. Afghanistan resistance, don't you know? To the Soviets. This is the Bond film where they were like, hey, the Mujahideen, these guys fucking own. That's yeah. right. We should give them money and guns that's if right. possible. That's right, because they see this the same guy, Shah, cleaned up and like uh, shaved a little bit. And yeah, and he sounds like a fired Oxford gentleman. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. My name is Cameron Shah. Please forgive the theatricals. It's a hangover from my Oxford days. Yeah, and Bond goes, oh, this reminds me a lot of the time when I spoke to a Bedouin arms dealer in a tent yeah. in Egypt. I mean, this is just when I was so... The light same of alarm, man, bless this tent. Uh, and that guy also went to Oxbridge, because it's, I'm the same so guy. It's just so unrealistic that a leader of an Afghanistan-based militant group would have been educated in the West. I mean, like, I can't think of anyone else. Probably <laughs> 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 fine. Bond, um, says, uh, Bond says, hey, I work for the British government, at which point all of these guys just laugh. Well, which the is British right. government. <laughs> <laughs> Correct response. There's gen- like, the British public will simply not identify with the leader of the Mujahideen unless their head is a guy called Cameron, yes. who talks with like an old boy and went to Oxford. Mm-hmm. Yes. So... 
But these guys, they fully react the same way that my uh, Romanian yeah. uh, driver did the other morning when I told him I was <laughs> from England. Where he just went, oh, yeah, British. <laughs> uh, hello, yes, young lad. Yes, I'm Afghanistani. I'm here mm. to do the resistance mm. against the Soviet Union. Mm-hmm. So, so Bond oh, wants good. them to like go attack the airbase and kill Pushkin. Uh, and Cameron. We also Shah- do mm. not talk about the ideologies of the people resisting the Soviets no, at no, all. No. Not for a fucking second. We also don't talk about the ideologies of the Soviets or the Afghan people that they are working with. Do nope. not talk about that. Nope. Nope. So, so Cameron is just like, oh, I can't do that, old chap. It's suicide. Uh, mm-hmm. However, you are going to accompany me on a drug deal. Mm-hmm. After you've had sex with this woman. Yes. It's so, it's so fascinating that the, the script of this movie treats the Soviet invasion of Afghanistan as essentially the first time anyone has done anything to the country of Afghanistan. Yeah. Despite the fact that in the script, like Brad Whitaker makes reference to the British Empire being in Afghanistan oh, in the yeah. 1800s. I, there's there's a bit where like they go into like the uh, the Mujahideen camp, right? And uh, yeah. I, I wrote down, imagine doing the Q office bit here. <laughs> Oh, please. They should have done it. Oh, closely, 007. This is a Stinger missile. Mm. Um, They should have done it. Also, Um, a lot of the subtitles at this point say things like, all the chattering in Afghan, like they're the fucking sand people. Like Afghan is a language that exists. Oh, Bond says that in the script. You might be thinking of Pashto, perhaps. Bond calls her uh, beautiful, and then he says, that's beautiful in Afghan. Yeah, the language Afghan of language the people of, of Afghanistan. Yeah. Fuck, I hate this. Listen, can it's... we go? Can we go back to earlier? Can we just talk about the earlier scenes again? <laughs> no, no, we are. We are, that stu- we are stuck with Jerzy Bondov for the rest of this movie, and so. Also, listeners, it's not just that this film like starts to get like real weird, like problematic. It's that at this point, like it starts to drag a bit. Mm. It's not really clear. Like, Every what's happening Bond or movie why. is a half hour too long, and in this yeah. case, in this case, they put the half hour in one easy segment. This film is like Necros, and that it has a fat ass. Yeah. Every single Bond movie overstays the third act. We've mm. not met a single one yet that fucking manages to have like a tight ending. No, so, no. So James so like- Bond accompanies. The Mujahideen on an operation, on an but he doesn't know <laughs> it's a, a, a drug deal. But until he looks in one of the like sandbags with the red cross marking on them, and he sees that's heroin, and he confronts. Uh, well, in fact, it's not just heroin; it's heroin. <laughs> and so he confronts Cameron about the fact that he doing is drugs, doing drugs, using drugs. drugs? Uh, using drugs. <laughs> the the Dalton line is selling dope. <laughs> which is, which is also, yes! also going in the big drug button play order random using drugs heroin using drugs selling dope <laughs> if you wanna if you, <laughs> and again if you, and again you, I wanna fucking be clear that the people who you are supposed to think are the good guys are abusing the protected marking of a red yep, cross yep. to smuggle fucking raw opium selling dope 
And that's like, yeah. And uh, well, you got to get money Dawson, somehow, hey. Dawson, who is wearing a shamak at this point, actually, he's wearing a lungi at this point. Yeah, is like, uh, well, you should maybe you shouldn't be selling dope. And Cameron Chow is like, I don't have to answer to you. How else am I going to deal with my shit? And he's kind of presented as like the sympathetic character here. How else am I going to try and crush all the left wing people of Afghanistan who want? Yeah. Like, you want to know how fucking I mean, protected? The Red Cross is the game prison architect oh, yeah. was sued for having a Red Cross in it. Like you can't use this. No, mm-hmm. but 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 Yerzy Bond this is off fully does not a care. crime. No. Yes. Uh, so 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 Bond tries to like uh, make like because we see that that the, they're selling the dope to Koskov. Koskov mm-hmm. is like trying to like double deal on this and get a quick profit, like selling opium. Because yeah, uh, that transplant heart we saw seven. earlier on, nope. fake heart from a pig, the ice was diamonds. That's not a woman. That's, that's an awful lot of ice. There we go. That's an awful yeah. lot of ice. A woman. He's using the diamonds <laughs> to buy opium because he's trying to make a little bit of money on the side. Honestly, this isn't really very clear. Selling um, dope. <laughs> yeah. And so, uh, what is the plot of the movie? Yeah, it's kind of Dawson is like, okay, we got to get the the Mujahideen to attack this drug deal. And Cameron Charles is like, oh, I don't want to, I don't want to double cross these dealers who are from the Snow Leopard Brotherhood, um, because okay, because I don't want to. So, yeah, and then, but then, essentially, Bond goes, well, don't be a pussy. Yeah, and Cam goes, on, all right, yes, go on then, because we both went to Oxbridge, and then they fucking do it anyway. Yes. So right, okay, so this guy who, I mean, to take a second to try to remember what the plot of this movie is. This guy, he wants to buy arms from Brad Whitaker, but yeah. instead of doing that, he's using the down payment he would have used for the arms to buy about half a million pounds he, worth of pure half opium. Half a billion, my apologies. Yeah, 500 million Cost pounds of pure opium. is that Mike Fossey tweet of, check this shit out, motherfucker, and then like sliding one leg out, it's not even <laughs> clear what kind of move I was trying to do. Hundred yeah. percent. It's like, what are you doing, man? What is the Muscle plot? Why confusion. is Necros still here? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, Necro Necros says the reason why he's still there is because to help his brothers do world revolution. Yeah. Necros. Oh God, he's trying. Uh, he was a really good character for half this yeah. movie, and now he gets he like flanderized. Like, weird. Focused. Anyway, uh, he's a hundred percent ass nut. So, yeah. So, so, like, so, y- so y- you, know the, you know the Mujahideen didn't tend to do in in the the, the Soviet. Uh, occupation of Afghanistan was pitched horseback attacks of air bases. But that's it, it, well, I don't know why not because it turns out really well. Yeah, it yeah. Works. turns out Fantastic. you can just you do, do a horse based attack of an air base, and that's fine. Question mark. Mm. So Bond goes, how about check this out? How about you give him the opium, right? You get the money, and then I go and steal the opium? Question mark. Question mark. Question mark. And Cameron Shah goes, bloody good idea, old chap. Mm. Yeah, I'm not really and, sure what's going on. Anyway, then there's, the and there's a plot. But like Bond, Bond manages to do something. He traps himself in a like a confined space with a bomb that he has set twice consecutively. He like disguises himself by pulling the lungi up over his face. He he loads some of the heroin in, puts some plastic explosives in there on a timer, and then just gets like like shut in the back of the truck with the bomb and the opium. Mm-hmm. So, so then at this point, Kara uh, is like, okay, we got to get him back. And she pushes Cameron Child to go attack the airbase. But then when Bond gets to the airbase, he just like jumps out the back of the truck and loads the same bomb onto a plane. 
Yeah, because mm-hmm. there's a bunch there's a bunch of mujahideen who are also just unloading it, so he just blends straight back yeah. seamlessly yeah. into he that. Didn't, they really didn't need to do anything, but um, yeah. So there's no stakes. Bonds, Nothing's happening but, anymore. But Bonds like Longi falls away from his face, right? And uh, he walks straight into Koskov and Necros. He's mm. like, "Ah, oh, shit! Cov- your All cover right. has been blown." That'll uh, get a solid exclamation mark noise. Exactly, exactly. So, dun, 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 so dun, dun, he like dun. grabs an AK, shoots over their heads, and this precipitates the attack on the airbase. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. This goes on for a good 20 minutes. Yeah, there's a lot of things happening. A lot of things um, happen. There's a battle. There, there's yeah, some fighting. There's... Mm, Bond slides the, the cargo plane out. He opens up the back on the runway and Carla drives up into it with a jeep. Uh, Koskov is pursuing them in his own jeep, but then another plane coming in hits his car and I presume kills him. No, um, no, he survives. Oh. He survives. Long Does enough. Does it ever explain what happened to him? No, it is. Yes. It so, is. No, it is, it is. So there's two things. First and first and foremost, um, the an interesting point here, which is that the the plane can't taxi with its ramp load to the ground. Mm. So for that scene, they built the rear end of a Hercules on the back of a large truck. Oh, and just yeah. drove yeah. the car into it. And it was like quite well done. Mm. Um, and then, then they're on the plane. So, okay. So it Bond and Kara are on a Hercules plane on Filled their own with, with 500 million pounds worth of pure opium. Yes. Mm-hmm. And there's a point here where I just wrote, Bond arriving back in London. Well, sir, truth be told, I've forgotten what my mission was, but <laughs> I do have five hundred million pounds of pure opium. How about that? <laughs> like, what does he do? What's happening? Pushkin is still alive. I didn't do what you told me to do, but I did get a lot of. Smack. I made this. I, I tweeted this as well, which is just uh, the, the tweet that I made on the Kilchins Bond account was, um, "Give me a second. This Dalton Bond is so cool. He's so dark and interesting. He's just like the character that Fleming wrote." Losing the thread a bit. He's, <laughs> he's joined the Mujahideen and stolen half a billion dollars of raw opium. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And that's for two halves of this movie. It is. Uh, it is. But when Bond Bond says, "Hey, you fly the plane for me. I'm going to go back and like defuse the bomb, and then you and I are just going to like fly this opium to wherever we need to go." Um, Pakistan. But then you know, yeah. Pakistan. Yeah. They love right. they love opium in Pakistan. So do you know who else is on the plane though? Do you know who made it? Necros. Oh, I hate this scene. This didn't happen. Bitch made. Yeah, Fuck yeah, yeah. yeah. They, they, they fight. They end up on the cargo net full of heroin coming out of the back of the plane. And mm-hmm. Necros is like grabbing on to Bond's bootlaces. And then Bond? In, in something I kind of like about this is, is Dalton, like he pulls a knife and he like very deliberately like cuts through his own bootlaces and kills mm-hmm. Necros by dropping him off the plane. And the thing that I liked about it is A, how deliberately murderous it was, but B, truly, I, I wrote down. No smug line about giving Necros the boot. <laughs> yeah. No, that's right. He didn't do it. Anyway, moving on. Bond, <laughs> Bond, Bond then climbs back up, goes into the cockpit, and Kara says, what happened to Necros? And Bond goes, he got the boot. <laughs> you fucking made it so far. I'm the thing owned. that I hate is, is that Kara, he's just said to Kara, listen, hold this steady. Mm-hmm. And what Kara does instead is pull a big lever that opens the back end of the plane, yep. question mark, really and, then, and then just fucking pulls those sticks hard back mm-hmm. so that it tilts up and the heroin cargo net 
falls out of the back. She's trying to kill Bond. That's the only. It's fully a situation she engineered. Oh yeah. I don't know why she did this. Anyway, Necros. He doesn't scream actually, but they did dub him screaming in afterwards, which. Hmm. Because, like, yeah. if you look at him in the shot, his mouth's completely closed, how, how, which how would have been better. Supposed to like what a lavalier on a really long cable. <laughs> like, like Fair he point. was just he, he's just he, he goes like, "No, please, sir," and then like dies. He, and he I does say like, as Bond is like cutting the laces one by one, he goes, "No," like you know, he, he, he says, kind of, like, "Please." Yeah, mm. he says, please. Yeah, Bond his life, and Bond's like, fuck off. And Bond's yeah. like, no, nah, sorry. Um, See you later. But anyway, uh, back on the ground. We got two more scenes of this shit because I like the, the, they crash the plane, but they escape. Fine, don't care. Boring. Oh, uh, no. First of all, the Mujahideen are being chased by the Soviets in tanks. Oh, Bond Christ. flips the plane around, chucks the bomb out the back, and blows up the bridge, saves the Mujahideen who are all like cheering. Yeah. Yep. And one of those Mujahideen, Bin Laden. Mm hmm. And one of them says, praise be to Allah. Now, mm. and, and my next note here just says, and now they clean up the rest of the plot. Yes. Uh, like, Leiter helps Bond to infiltrate Whittaker's mansion. Felix Leiter, who is also in this movie for yes. no first reason. Of all, first of all, we have to reset the stakes. So Bond still has a shitload of heroin in a AC-130 uh, Hercules or whatever. So in order to get out of that, they get in the car that's in the back of the plane and they mm. drop it off and the plane explodes. So that's the heroin done. Okay, fine. We're yeah. good. We're good. <laughs> no more heroin. Apart from all the stuff that fell out the back, which Bond 100% knows where it is. So <laughs> he can just go get that. Then they clean up the rest of the plot. Yes. They drive, they drive to Karachi. Um, there is so- quite a nice line where they see the sign to Karachi and Bond kind of quite idly says, I know a nice restaurant in Karachi. We could probably make it there for dinner. And then like, they drive up. It's like quite cute. That was nice. That was yeah. like first half of the movie Bond appearing yeah, for a second. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I think this last scene is good again. Two last scenes. I would two last scenes. Two last scenes. Okay, I like this last scene. <laughs> Bond infiltrates Whitaker's mansion where he is just sort of playing with his dioramas. And honestly, mm. you'll just hate yeah. him because he's autistic coded. <laughs> he's just He's just having a nice time. But Okay. We got a we got a fucking inbox message last time you made that joke. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'm allowed to I would love to have a bunch of little dioramas. Anyway. I would love to have a bunch of little dioramas. Oh, little dioramas. Little like scene. Love to have oh. a high tech gun. It would be the same, but like instead of me, like I would have all of that diorama and then also there's a Gundam on there. <laughs> and I don't mention it. And I'm yeah. like, listen, you see what they could have they could have routed General Lee real easy if they had a Gundam. Whitaker tries to shoot Bond with some high tech guns and body armor. Yeah. Uh, Bond uses the wolf whistle key wing. Key, key wing. Key wing. The wolf whistle key wing. I'm Jonathan Wass, and James Bond is using a wolf whistle key wing. Um, but he uses it to blow up a statue that falls on Whitaker. And, statue of uh, Wellington. Crushed. Because. Uh, There's some good lines. As, as, as Whitaker is like chasing Bond through the thing, he is like owning him with military history facts. Uh, all, all of which are correct, by the way. When he's like, oh, Mead, he has one Mead, line, Mead, which is Mead really was good. too cautious at uh, Gettysburg, and like he could have like won the war right there. Grant would have done that, and it's like, yeah, that's kind of correct. And then he's like, oh, well, you're hiding behind Wellington. That's funny. You know, he had to like get German mercenaries to beat Napoleon. That's also mm. kind of correct. But then he is crushed by a big bust of Wellington. He, he does get one good line, which is a reference to Dr. No, um, where he he comes out with a fucking like bulletproof suit on, oh, right? Yeah, yeah. Bond shoots him a couple of times, and then he says, you've had your aid. 
Mm-hmm. Now I'll have my 80 and just fucking opens fire, mm. which I enjoyed. Um, and yeah. then he dies. Yeah, he's, and- got, he's got a, a, a rifle with a little like uh, bulletproof shield on the front, like Rainbow yeah, Six nice. Siege. Um, anyway. Yeah, man, I got that Tachanka shit going on. It's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then Pushkin shows up. Pushkin, yeah, and, and Bond Pushkin. says, oh, he met his Waterloo because he was crushed by... Yeah, uh, yeah such a... Pushkin, at, at this point, Koskov emerges and he's like, he tries to like do a bit of quick thinking. He's like, yeah. oh, thank God, I've been held hostage here the whole time. Uh, <laughs> it's really... Yeah, it sells it. Kind of as well. bold for trying it because, yeah. like, Bond is standing right there, and it's like, there's no reason why Bond wouldn't go. No, you're not. You fucking liar. Like, they make perfect eye contact as well for yeah. a bit, and Bond's he's like, like, I'm gonna fucking try it. Pushkin has a uh, fun. But he fails that speech check because Pushkin is yeah. like, oh, comrade, I'm so glad you're here. Put him on the next flight to Moscow. Beat in the diplomatic bag. <laughs> it's like, yeah, fucking get his ass. Put him in the fucking bag. Yeah. Um, so th- yeah. then, then uh, we see Kara is performing in I don't know, France, maybe with a bullet hole no, in her it's, cello. It's, no, it's it's um London. It's it's in is the it? well, oh, whatever. Because she like, mentioned previously that she wanted to perform mm-hmm. someday in Royal Albert. So yeah, she is here doing it. Well, anyway, she 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 meets with uh, with Gogo, who is in this movie for a second, who gives her a visa, but also then. The Ca- Taliban. Cam- Cameron Shah <laughs> and a couple of like guys fully wearing militants. Like, yeah, yeah, just fully wearing like uh, you know like tactical vests and shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, show up and what what the 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 like worst aged line in this movie because the intent is clearly different from the way all of us would read it now. Yeah, right? these guys show up and Cameron Shah goes. Sorry, we missed the concert. We had some trouble at the airport. Can't imagine why. I can't imagine why. And it's it, like the reason why is because they're like all armed and scary and shit. But like, ah. you read that now. Yeah. They've had some problems at airports before. Yeah. yeah. Between this movie being made and us watching it. <laughs> Not to be reductive. Um, no. Right. Carla goes into her dressing room. And this is a, this is, this moment gave me a little bit of hope. Mm. Actually. Um, that uh, Carla goes into the dressing room and Bond is there with champagne, mm. and because he was supposed to be on a mission, like M says, oh, he's not here. Um, and he, I think the last line of the movie, he says, I wouldn't miss this performance, and they kiss, and it made me hope that like maybe they're gonna do this thing now where Bond like has a girlfriend at home who's a cellist. That would be a really interesting direction to take the series in. I hope that we see her again. I'm almost certain that we won't. No. Um, <laughs> that would have been a really good way to end it. But sadly. I, I, oh, I, do, I do have an idea, right? For, they had an idea for how they were gonna make They they had Do you wanna take this planned. one, Dev? I would be truly honored. Remember Maggie Thatcher showing I, up at the end of Theorizing? I have no. heard of this. Um, oh, how, 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 how did that sound again? Was it like maybe like a. Well, really, Mr. Bond. For <laughs> <laughs> the benefit of a listener, Abby took her headphones off to avoid hearing well, Margaret really, Thatcher there. Ah, <laughs> you bastard. <laughs> you fucking whore. All right. So they plan to do something very similar, except remember. Charles and Diana had visited this set, so they wanted to do a similar ending where they had Charles and Diana call up Bond and be like, That's great right. work, 007. Diana. Uh-huh. Can you 
fucking imagine. A Bond? It looks like looks like an ordinary white Fiat Uno. But <laughs> Did oh she boy. die in the course of making this film or was she just like, No, it was after that. No, I like, think she was killed was by well a, a taxi driver. Mm. That was a joke. Sorry. <laughs> that was a joke. Wait, you worded it died in the course of making this movie. <laughs> I I want but you know what? It didn't hit, and that's fine. I've been recording for about two and a half hours. That's right. So I'm happy to stop. That's right. And it, it, it th- that's the movie, is we end right. on her and Bond just hanging out in the dressing room. It's nice. And it's, it's a, uh, the post credit song is... The Pretenders. Very nice. Yes, yeah, The yeah. Pretenders, what makes a man. Um, but we have a science-based so system. We do. We do. We do. We have a science-based system. It's called... System. The scum system. Now, Four. after a very specific problem with the previous movie's the scum system. The adjusted scum system. Wait, what? Adjust- you haven't run this by me. <laughs> no, we, we haven't. I haven't planned anything either. It's, it's like ERA. You know, you have to adjust the scum system every once in a while to keep it current. Because, like, you Oh, know- no. I think that you... This is like what they're doing with A-levels. They keep making it harder. I think if the Bond <laughs> films get better, then that's good. All right. All right. Fine. We have, we have a fine. system. It's a science-based system called the scum system it is where we rate this movie on its smarm cultural insensitivity unprovoked violence and misogyny now i'm going to start with a a a low one here i suspect smarm yeah remarkably little smarm from him every line that he does deliver that's like one of the smarmy puns feels like they were like okay now do the do the fucking pun. Yeah. yeah. Timothy. Timothy, do the fucking pun now. Mm. There's, like, a, bit about like you There's a bit about, like, I'm glad I made you bring that cello, like... Yeah, but it seems also, like he's got better material, but he is still smart. But also, I found one thing, which is that once you cut the smart out of it, it stops feeling so much like a Bond movie. Like, yeah. the first half of this movie, it's good. Um, it, but it's also, like, kind of just a regular thriller. Like it, it doesn't mm. feel very dist and like we're gonna run into this problem even more with the next one, about which I have a lot of thoughts, license to kill. But even That's the right. living even the living daylights, it's it like how much of this feels distinctly bond and to what extent is bondness tied up with that smart? I mean, like I- imagine having Albert Broccoli come to you with his hat in his hands mm. every time a Bond actor has even murmured about stepping down since the late 60s. Yeah, and you're just like, like, no. Please, Mr. Dalton, sir, might you play a bit of Bond for me? No. And the time that you finally say yes, and even the fact that he said yes in this one was like, was was barely going to happen because he was wrapping up filming of a different movie. Mm. Yeah, um, At the time. Yeah, hot fuzz. He was wrapping up filming of a different movie at the time, um, and he almost said no because he still had some shit to do for it. But fortunately, there was a delay which allowed him to say yes. And the time that you finally say yes, Albert Broccoli looks you dead in the eyes and he goes, "Great, welcome to join Afghanistan." The yeah. <laughs> like, imagine if imagine I would if only do one movie. Imagine if Dalton's first movie had been for your eyes only. That would have been good. Yeah. Um, but right? I reckon, like maybe a three for the mom. He I'd does go, have. I'd um, go lower. I'd go lower than three. I'd go two. Uh, no, I would honestly say he, two. He's, he's got the line at the start where he says, "I'll be in an hour. Better make it two. He doesn't even really uh, sell that though. That he was like sell it. no. Three, fine. Yeah, okay. I, I could see. Three. Uh, I fine. Could see I, I, I'll three. let myself be argued up, but like under protest. 
So it's more than her. Ma- it's more than on her Majesty's Secret Service. Oh, why don't you file a motion into something? Mm, misogyny. No, cultural insensitivity. Cultural. Yeah, I forgot. That's I forgot it. what the yeah, thing was. I, 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 went, yeah. I went for remember sc- scum. Yeah, because the thing is right. Because I've been thinking about the word smum, and also I've been recording for two and a half yeah. hours. I thought of the word smug, and I was like, oh, the smug system. Um, the second letter in smum is M for <laughs> yeah. misogyny. That's right. No. Um, Cultural insensitivity. So he goes insensitivity. Not now. How about later? Don't worry. I'll save you for the harem. The harem. Save you for the harem. Don't you know? The harem. Fuck it out. Oh Jesus! They don't talk like that in Anglesey. So. Uh, um, all, all chattering in Afghan in the subtitles can we hold <laughs> Bond responsible for that? Yeah. All right. Why not? Yeah. Mm. No, okay, so the things that he say that are culturally insensitive. The thing about him being in Afghanistan mm. and he, is that he's not trying to be culturally insensitive. He's quite complimentary towards the Mujahideen, which is a problem for us now. Yeah, it's very fun. But he's, like, quite nice about them. Yes. He finds that they're smuggling opium and he's just like, ah, oh, well, you know, gotta get your money, hey? That's right. S- Selling like, dope. I- Selling dope. Selling dope. <laughs> At the Selling same dope. time, like Selling the vibe, dope. the vibe is like noble savages. Yeah. 100%. As long as they are 100%. led by a guy educated in the West, like there's that scene where he first goes yeah. into their camp where there's a guy who's like beating someone. It's like mm, not good. Yeah, it's not. It's not good. great, is what I'm saying. I'm not saying one, right? I, I'm mm. I'm saying. Do, do we think that it's war, like more insensitive than something like Live and Let Die? Or more insensitive no. than you only live twice. Well, the thing about the plot of Live and Let Die is that the shooting script just said racism four hundred times per page. <laughs> so it's hard to hard to be more culturally insensitive yeah. than that. Is it more culturally insensitive than Octopussy? Well No. No. But it's No, close. no, it isn't. There's there isn't a we think that this happens in Afghanistan montage. No, it it's 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 close because, like, that harem line mm-hmm. reminds me a little bit in the sort of out of nowhereness of it of the curry line in Octopus. Yeah. A little bit, yeah. Yeah. Well, Octopussy was an eight out of seven, so we've, we've got room to stretch. I think we've got I'd, room to go down. I'd go maybe like a five? I, yeah, I said four. I could see a five, maybe. Um, the thing is, no, you're not, yeah. About on a par with Never Say Never Again. Uh, that sure. sounds about right. Yeah, yeah. So, unprovoked so the- violence. I mean, R.I.P. to the boy, to your boy Necros. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So yeah, it, Dalton it, it, era is going to have murder. more yeah. unprovoked violence than any other. Specifically, oh, I mean, the next movie. Yeah. Li- license to Kill is going to be a ten out of seven. It's called call License to Kill, for God's sake. Yes. Yeah, um, the, my man's gonna do a bit. This oh, one, yeah, I mean, the, the sort of the, the big act of unprovoked violence is him killing Necros, which is quite deliberate. Um, everything else is kind of like heat of the moment. But, yeah, the th- hmm, I don't know. The thing about unprovoked is that maybe maybe unprovoked is the wrong word, and it should be like excessive. Yeah, it's yeah. it's like we unequivalent. Call it the scam system. System. <laughs> it's like uncalled for tier of yeah. violence. I don't know. I, I, I feel like I feel like the unprovoked here is, is so uh, you know it speaks to like 
the part of the reason why he kills Necros is because he had killed Saunders in like a sort of a brutal yeah, way. Yeah, there is a revenge thing happening. Yeah, like, maybe it's like, when he escalates still, the violence. Yeah, revenge still mm. counts to me as unprovoked violence mm. uh, because it's like not directly like I'm thinking about this like a like a court would you know like he's not yeah, like I mean, well, it's not hot well, remember blooded, you know the. He, in his own words, when he was the same guy in Fear Eyes Only, yes. had a whole speech about how revenge is, is a, a bad thing to go graves. on. Dig two graves, baby. Um, back, back when he was the same guy that he is now. Yeah, back when he was the same guy, <laughs> uh, and he was old in and he was, Sardinia or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Before he was Welsh. Um, before he was Welsh. <laughs> Back when he was <laughs> after yeah, he went I mean, after he went to Welsh. space before he was Welsh before he was Irish after he was from New Zealand yeah I want to give it some points for um the scene where he like has Pushkin on his knees with a gun to his head is actually quite Ooh. like yeah and the, and the, 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 the no, way it's he, a truly like, brutal scene the way he dispenses of like Pushkin's guard yeah no I think yeah. it's it's got to be up there I, I think feel like a four I yeah. I, I, I could see four yeah okay yeah. I can see four easy. And misogyny. misogyny. Now, I, I want to give it some points for, first of all, him stripping Pushkin's yes. girlfriend and yep. using her body as a literal distraction against her will. Yep. And yes, secondly, for his Covert Human Intelligence Sources Act shit that he pulls thirdly, on Carla. Thirdly, just fucking smacking Money Penny's ass in the office. Yes. Um, this film does not really respect a la dame. Fourthly, <laughs> the harim. The harim. Yes. The harim. Um, Ali Harimbe. <laughs> no. Well, that doesn't really have a whole lot to do besides be lied to by James Bond. No. No. Um, I reckon it's no. up there with a five or a six. I'd, 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 right. I'd say, yeah, five, maybe. Yeah? Yeah. Cool. Uh, so that leaves us with... Don't you meow at me. I'm about to finish recording. I'll let you on a second. <laughs> that's that's Dev's white Persian cat. <laughs> that's the cat that I've been stroking throughout recording. Aww. That leaves as, us as with a, um, a seventeen, which is pretty low—not the lowest we've ever had, but you know, that sounds pretty moderate. Right. It's also the same as Doctor No, um, and also uh, Moonraker, so pretty, pretty middle of the road. Same as Doctor No, perfect. That's twenty that's a years of bombs, reset. and we're still. Back at, uh, Back. tell yeah. me, d does the toppling of American missiles make up for having no hands? Yeah. What, what a um, good line. Could I have that again? I'd love to it, hear that all line of, All of my drops for Doctor No are quite quiet, but I will give you the oh, line. Oh, they are, yeah. yeah. Uh, the one line that I went back and bass boosted was, I'm feeling Italian and musical. But, like, I do have the hands one. Oh, we can't all be geniuses, can we? Tell me, does the toppling of American missiles really compensate for having no hands? Fucking god his ass. I almost miss Sean Connery, is the thing. Yeah. Mm. That's I what don't. Bond sounds um, like to back me. Back when he was feeling Italian and musical. Back when he was feeling Italian and musical. <laughs> no, and they, I don't. And they had pure, the, the pure woman in yellow face. Um, she, she, her pussy got me acting oh, horrid, Italian and musical. Cronstein <laughs> uh, Rosette. Oh. Yeah, Cronstein Rosette. Okay, um, so I would, I would half-heartedly give it to... You see, Necros is a problem because I don't know if he's underappreciated. No, he's but the other guy would be Brad Whitaker. Yeah, 
Like, you, know, you, know, you know who villains. I want to give the, the costume rosette to is Brad oh, Whitaker's, uh, just his guy, his sergeant, who he has, like, inveigled into his, like, web oh, of shit. fantasy. Yeah, who does spe- really bad drill. Yeah, he spends all of his time, oh, yeah. like, standing to attention wrong. And, like, yeah, no, great. That guy. Yeah, that guy. We haven't mentioned him in this recording. Exactly. He's <laughs> well, underappreciated. That's why he gets it, because he's underappreciated. Ah, gone and fine. Yeah. Good night, okay. Cross. Sergeant Stag. Um, good night. Once Mike again, Cross. another award to a guy. I, um, I kind of, I have a nomination for the Good Night Cross. Uh, uh, my my nomination, I said earlier, it's the Butler mm, in the the match. New Hold. So green four, green four, green four. I was thinking of giving it to Gogol because he does give Ooh. her a, he does give her a visa to the European Union. Which yeah. is a damn good present if you can give I, that to I, a girl. I, I think Green Four is like underappreciated more than Gogol is given that. I think Gogol is specifically appreciated. Okay, I concur. Yeah, Green, plus, green Four. Plus, Gogol already has like six orders of Lenin. Yes, true. He's got oh, enough. yeah, no. Um, so, what are we doing next time, Alice? We are doing, after a bonus episode, the next mainline bond. License revoked as it was shot as, but then retitled to License to Kill. A 1980s roaring rampage of revenge as uh, Timothy Dalton goes a bit Miami Vice. I'm revved. All right. Well, thanks very much for listening to Kill James Bond. F's in chat for Geronimo the Alpaca. Thank you for listening to yet another episode of Kill James Bond. We are already halfway through the Dalton years. We recorded the second Dalton podcast yesterday, so for us, this man, this beautiful Welsh Bond, has already come and gone. How we hardly knew thee. Still. Speaking of our next Dalton episode, Kill James Bond will return in two weeks' time for License to Kill, the best fucking movie that they've ever tried to tell me was a Bond film. It, it simply isn't a Bond film, but it is a good fucking movie. It's a classic 80s action flick uh, where the protagonist literally just happens to be a guy called James Bond. But, of course, if two weeks is too long for you to wait for another episode of Kill James Bond, you can head on down to our Patreon, which is patreon.com slash killjamesbond, and sign up for a bonus episode on every interstitial week. But, speaking of our beautiful patrons, we would be nothing without our £15 and above patrons, and those are Jack Holmes, Paint McCarla, George Rohack, Thomas Oberhardt, Amanda Rogda, Sol, British Pterodactyl, I think it's, it's a Dimetrodon, Dimetrodon, or something like that. Nikki, Caroline Tankersley, Benno Rice, Jay Martindale, Amber DeGrazia, Pete Snorrison, Field Commissar, Jen Jen, Jack Bushel, Mothman, Big Titty Goth Girl, Tarp O, Trip, Timothy Bajorni, Holiday, Larry Kins, Kit Divine, Sydney Steckle, Kentucky Fried Commie, Zoe Shepard, Elizabeth Cox, Alfredo, Jonah Schwamberger, Raul Leal, David Wigramaratna, Richard Drum, James Natman, Robbie Morgan, Kinu92, Josh Simmons, Millie, and Avery Darling. Thank you so much for your support. Kill James Bond is produced by Nate Bethay. Our podcast art is by Maddie Lubchansky, and our website is by Tom Allen. See ya.